Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome to Right. Today we're going to be talking about Time's Up, MSU, and um, we we actually had a fun show. We had a really, really fun show scheduled for today. We had something fun, um, but in light of the findings and the report that was uh, filed yesterday, um, basically certain things happened, and and, uh, Michigan State has come under fire. Um, it, it, they're under a lot of fire. A lot of uh, a lot of people are calling for heads to roll at Michigan State following um, the Nasser uh, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. case and, and his uh, his sentencing. And um, mm-hmm. we were we were planned. Me and Jennifer and the venture we talked about pretty much we were gonna how we were gonna do dating during this time of times up in mm-hmm. the okay. movement. How do you date? How do you move? How do you how do you operate? Right. Um, so right. we will we will look at that, but um, what's come to you know come to light over the last day since Friday mm-hmm. um, on the 26th of January is that uh, Michigan State is under a lot of scrutiny right now because of these reports mm-hmm. of uh, sexual assaults that were mm-hmm. filed by women, um, and mm-hmm. pretty much uh, even though they were filed. They definitely had, you know, filings, and I, I viewed the uh, the ESPN uh, E60 on ESPN yesterday at six o'clock, and it was just it was heartbreaking. You know, it was it was just I, I could not believe that this is something that I represent. Um, LaVenture Jen, before I go into it, do you guys want to chime in and uh, just uh, give it a little insight mm-hmm. before we go into the full show? Yeah, well, I just want to say that my heart does go out to the survivors. Um, I was just, like you said, I was very shocked. And, you know, to hear that all this was going on. And, um, you know, it's very brave of the survivors to step forth and, and, you know, uh, tell their truth of what's going on. But what also shocked me as well is that, how long it was going on and how much it was swept under the rug, how it was covered up and how they did not receive the encouragement to speak their truth. And um, they were actually pressured to keep quiet and to keep silent. So that Mm -hmm. shocked me just as much as what happened that not only were you assaulted, then you were encouraged to not speak your truth. You were suppressed to not say anything or you were disencouraged or maybe even questioned about what happened to you. So that shocked me even more. Yeah, that we are living in this. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that we're, you know, we're living in this hush hush society. What is that about? You know, like let's stop this. I was totally totally just being, you know, MSU alumni, you, you were outraged. You were, I was hurt, and I was really right. just furious that, first mm-hmm. of all, I didn't know that he 
worked there that long, okay? No, I had no okay. idea that he worked there that long. Also, how does he? How do you even hire this person? I don't care right. what. Uh, I don't care. They say that he was a rock star doctor. Just stupid. It was like, why would you hire a person with allegations pending? And that's one of the things that right. got me, and that got me really mad because I think that this whole the the Nassar scandal could have been avoided had you just not hired him. And actually, mm-hmm. if, uh, well, not MSU, if USA Gymnastics, it was reported then um, that it was things going on, you know. And and think mm-hmm. about any time that me and you or anybody else in the normal world uh, applies for a job. Do you know how much background right. check they do? I mean, you have to get exactly. a background check to work at Kroger's. You know what I'm saying? So I don't understand how in the world this guy Mm -hmm. was even hired in the first place. So, you know, the hearts go out and the prayers go out for the survivors. I mean, I'm furious at him. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm upset at the school. The school looks bad, and it should. And I'm not a person that's going to sit here and say, well, 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 you know. No, you look bad. You're covering Mm -hmm. up, you know, sexual assaults. And whoever that's affiliated should be, you know, uh, you should be taking the, um, I can't say on the radio what you should be done to you, but basically, right. yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like you guys have um, expressed the sentiment of most. Um, and mm-hmm. first and foremost, um, I do agree. I hope that the, the survivors continue to get support that they, that they, that they need. But also there needs to be a different, uh, a major cultural shift in U.S. gymnastics mm-hmm. on in sports programs. Um, there needs to be a cultural shift of, of what takes place and how things are handled. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, but first and foremost, my thoughts continue to go out to the survivors and their families and that they continue to get the much-needed mm-hmm. support that they need to get through this traumatic um, event. But it, it seemingly was a perverse culture of cover-up. And um, him being, uh, having served as the national team doctor for the U.S. Uh, uh, gymnastics mm-hmm. gave right. him access to a lot of people that were traumatized by his um, very obvious and intentional um, abuse. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And he'll likely get the sentence he deserves. Well, he's right. already over 200 year sentence right now, but okay. I'm looking like it's not about him going to jail. It's I don't know. I, I look at it like it's what about uh, for the survivors? I think, what about the revenge? I don't know. Maybe I'm caught up in my emotions mm-hmm. regarding in it because I have daughters. And what was interesting mm-hmm. was me and uh, Jennifer were just. About two or three weeks ago, we were trying to debate uh, what school to send my daughter to. And, of course, at the top mm-hmm. of my list at the time, in my mind, was, yeah, you might want to go to different schools, but I think you would do well at Michigan State. I mean, we were searching mm-hmm. the prices. We were searching the scholarships. And I was like, do, do you want to send your child there? Like, who, who was looking out for these kids? You know, who who was really there? 
And that's the thing we got to remember. People, a lot of people are coming at me on the angle like, well, the women should have spoke up. The girls should have spoke up. You got to remember these are 17, 18-year-old kids. But they did. Okay? They did speak up. But speak for it. Yeah. Well, some people tried their voices should have been loud. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. they were told. I mean, come on, if we get buried, go a little bit further into the investigations, when mm-hmm. as Jennifer was stating earlier, some of them they were suppressed. They right. were asked questions like, Are you sure that that's right. what happened? Mm-hmm. Right. Because um or I'll, we'll we'll look into it and nothing mm-hmm. happened. So it's not mm-hmm. to say, I mean, what do you, Jennifer, I think you said you did the research on this. What, when, when a person mm-hmm. tells you something has happened, what is supposed to happen? Because you, you, we've been telling children, and maybe we need to reframe um, what we tell our children, mm-hmm. tell an adult, mm-hmm. tell a responsible adult. But now how do you know what's, what is it a responsible Who's adult? responsible? I always well, tell my children, yeah, mm-hmm. first call me. And then call, we're going to call the police. And now I'm thinking, mm-hmm. you call the police. I call the police. Your mama need to call the police. Now we need to talk to the attorney general. We need to talk to everyone right. in the freaking state to let you know that this was done. And it, mm-hmm. it's just appalling. It's heart-wrenching. It's just, I feel, right. you know, so bad for mm-hmm. the um for these girls and these victims. And, well, well, we're going to call them survivors. Survivors. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, so, um, it's interesting mm-hmm. that you all said that um, I just want to first give a number um, that can um, be used um, for anyone, okay? Because, like you said, when we were younger, we were told, tell an adult, tell a friend. But what mm-hmm. happens is, is that sometimes most of us have good intentions, but we're not technically trained in that field, what to say, because sometimes things that you say can also make a person not want to report to make a person start to second-guess themselves. So here's a few tips on what can be said when you're talking to someone who has confided in you that they have been sexually assaulted or sexually harassed, all right? Number one, for them to tell you, that is a very high honor because that means they think that you can help or you are the go-to person. There, Trust me, there are other people they probably could have told, but they decided to tell you. So first of all, take that into consideration, all right? Mm-hmm. You should go in with a non-judgment attitude. Do not judge. That's not your job, okay? Your job mm-hmm. is to listen, to simply listen, Okay? Mm-hmm. Leave the the judging to, you know, the judge and the lawyers and stuff. But you are to listen. Please avoid saying things like, well, what did you wear? Oh, maybe you shouldn't have said that. Oh, you know what, that perfume, you know, it gives the pheromones in your body. It turns people on, so maybe that's something you shouldn't do no more. You know, that's that's not for you to do right now. Mm-hmm. Tell them things that can't help them are saying, like, it's not your fault. I'm sorry this happened. How can I help? Well, I'm glad you told me. Well, this was very mm-hmm. difficult. Or I know this was difficult for you to tell, so, you know, this is very courageous of you to come forth. I support your choices. And lastly, you can always tell them you're not alone. There mm-hmm. is help out there because um, if you 
mm, don't actually know how to go forth in it, there is a program that's called RAIN. And it's R-A-I-N-N. RAIN stands for Rape, Abuse, Incest National Network. The number is 1-800-656-4673. Again, that's 1-800-656-HOPE, which uh, we'll type out once you punch it in, 4673. What does this company do for you? First of all, it's free of charge and it's confidential. Um, they will support you. A trained staff member will answer the phone, and they will find out your information as far as zip code so they can get you information to your local trained facilities within your area. Now, if you simply just want to talk to them, they're there for that. Nothing is done without your consent. They're not there to judge. They're not there to follow a report. They're there to help. So whatever you need them to do, they can assist you in doing so, okay? Again, that number is 1-800-656-4673, 1-800-656-HOPE, okay? Hope. So you just need someone to, 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 yeah, to, to talk to. That is a free hope. That's available to mm-hmm. you to whoever right. is going to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, today um, MSU is actually uh, doing some healing. You can go to the MSU.edu website regarding uh, the survivors if you want healing. Um, if you don't trust MSU, you know you gotta you mm-hmm. definitely uh, take the steps that Jennifer was, you know, uh, just gave you regarding um, the Rain Network. Mm-hmm. Well, the R A I N N. Um, right. Network because you may not even though MSU is reaching out to help the survivors, you may feel right. that hey, I don't want to get help by someone that may or that, that could be in a situation. Okay, now right. to go forth. Mm-hmm. Now these are the reports that came out regarding the football and basketball team yesterday. Right. Just sent uh, shockwaves through through all news networks. It was on ESPN, Fox News, uh, Fox Sports, and um. Now they're saying that basically um, uh, women were abused by team members, uh, football team uh, and, and basketball team. And I okay. do want to kind of make this statement that a lot of people are calling for the head coaches to step down and resign. Understandable. And I'm not going to get into should they or should they not step down. That's not you know that's not our job. Laventure, what I want to ask you is. What do you think is going on in the culture of the perpetrators? That's what I'm. That's what I need to kind of figure out because everyone is saying, "Hey, these team members did this, and this is what the team is supposed to do in reaction to this." But what I want to look at is why are these children even doing this, regardless if they're on a team on a college campus? Why is it that our our youth are caught up in this culture of of, of abuse of, of you know things like that? Because things happened when I was on campus there, you know. But mm-hmm. we had a network of, of friends and, and all our friends. I could we had more of a sense of a community, and it was certain things that actually, um, like Just for Jesus and these different organizations. I used to tell me I listened to Too Short. You know, I listened to rap. I listened to Too Short. And they made a big deal about it. And I told them, you know, well, it's just music. But when I actually stopped listening to the lyrics, I said, well, yeah, this is, a, you know, this is something that 
is preaching abusive treatment towards women. So I, I started making the changes to say, hey, I need to get away from that and not listen to that stuff. But it was a community effort. So I'm trying to figure out, before we get into, you know, who to blame, let's look at the actual perpetrators, the, the people that are doing the thoughts. Why are they doing this? What is causing this shift? And just when mm-hmm. me and you were, you know, older people, it was always, you know, stuff going on on campus, but the numbers still mm-hmm. increase so much. That's what I need to know. Well, I don't know if the numbers have increased versus the social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's more outlets to expose uh, actions and behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, aside oh, yeah, from, yeah. Okay. Uh, when, I think when you look at the Nasser case, uh, apparently, mm-hmm. I, I cannot begin to dissect Nasser's mentality. I don't know, um, but that is clear mm-hmm. abuse. Um, mm-hmm. Now, when it no, I, I guess oh, uh, let me kind of reframe Nassar to the side because he's a monster. I, I'm talking about just if you go through the kind of the, the case that they showed yesterday, it was kind of a gang rape mentality mm-hmm. that some of these students were showing that happened to be athletes. Mm-hmm. Like two of them will go to. You know, they'd be in their apartment, and uh, basically what they were saying, that a, a young girl would be over, and, you know, they'd be having a good time drinking. First of all, it's underage drinking for all of y'all. Um, and then one or two would then take the girl in the bathroom, and it was all fun, and now it becomes a rape. So what in the world, like I'm trying to figure out, so how is this mm-hmm. on your mind? Like how how do you do this? Like okay. what makes a person do that? That's like it doesn't matter if other people are having sex. Everyone is having sex, but what are what's making you or these these this mentality that this is how we should operate? We should we should just make girls have sex. You know, we should force them. What what the hell is that? Well, your guess is as good as mine. I mm. mean, what is it a lot of things that are being presented to them that makes them think that it's okay? Is it uh, a comp? I think it's a combination of things. It's okay. What do you first of all? What is your basic foundational training? Uh, mm-hmm. Secondly, is uh, what happens when these young when these young athletes do these college visits and they're recruited to go to certain schools. I mean, what things are happening behind the scenes? I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of things mm-hmm. going on that we as a public don't mm-hmm. get to see and know. Um, mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. You, you said that you decided at some point that the things mm-hmm. that, that you were leisurely listening to, that you felt mm-hmm. like, hmm, this is not good for my thoughts, okay? So mm-hmm. in addition to that, you decided to stop that. When you're in a group mm-hmm. dynamic, it could mm-hmm. be psychologists would say that when you're in a group dynamics, sometimes mm-hmm. we take up on the the behavior of the group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, it takes yeah. a stronger person to stand up and say, "Look, this is not going to happen. This is we're not going to uh, behave in this way." Um, mm-hmm. So I can't go. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on in the mind of a pervert. I don't know what's yeah. going on in their heads. Mm-hmm. I know that you could set yourself up. You could try to set yourself up where you don't participate in those behaviors by avoiding mm-hmm. the circumstances. 
Um, mm-hmm. I heard that drinking, you, I heard that said that drinking was involved. I have not looked at these cases, um, so I don't mm-hmm. know the details of the cases. But mm-hmm. we do know that mm-hmm. in a group situation, mm-hmm. it things can quickly get out of hand when elements are in the room, when different mm-hmm. elements are in the room. You have alcohol, you have Again, we don't know what these kids have been exposed to mm-hmm. during the recruitment process. Right. Mean, and the reason that I'm saying that is that because now when you listen to hip-hop then in the 90s, you had both you had gangster hip-hop and you also had conscious hip-hop. And right now, the reason that I'm saying that. So you're blaming, are you because, saying that? No, no. Are you saying, saying music? No, no, I'm saying that's one of the elements also because what what people have to kind of realize is that is that some music is a reflection on a person's thought patterns or how they feel, okay? That's why people love Michael Jackson or they love Prince because this is how he was, you know. And what you got to look at is that I think that the, the younger generation, we have to make a change of effort to get them to change just the lyrics in music also. I'm not blaming music. Music has never made a person Okay, rape. you're saying that's one aspect, okay. Right. But when you put it in that element, when you start listening to these songs where a lot of times right now people think it's mumble rap, but these mumble, what they're mumbling is a lot of rape culture thoughts, a lot of mm-hmm. using different multiple drugs. It's not even just, I just want to get a drink now. Now it's like, I want to get drunk. I want to do coke and do some pills. You see what I'm saying? These are, this is what's going on in this music. So I even had to talk to my daughter about it. Like, listen, it's certain rappers you can't listen to. You can't listen to Juicy J. You can't listen to Lil Wayne. And I may sound like a prude, but you cannot listen to Do you tell her why? Yes. I said, Juicy J has never said anything positive about a woman ever. <laughs> so you okay. will never need to listen to him. I said, Little Wayne, you do not need to listen to Little Wayne. Yes, he's very talented. Mm-hmm. It's something demented there, okay? You know, mm-hmm. so, and what you start to see, and and people, you know, they looked at these allegations, and if you really look at these allegations, and I'm saying allegations mm-hmm. because it hasn't been proven yet, it looks, it looks like what a rap song sounds like, and that's what's scaring me. Like, if you just read through it and what they said that this dude, uh, what this, uh, I want to say a-hole, what he said to this girl is like, mm-hmm. you put a beat behind mm-hmm. it and it's arrested that they have out now. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. we have to change the culture of how we entertain ourselves. We can't go along saying that, okay, everything is cool. You choose to listen to that. I choose to listen to this. No, black people have to now look at our kids, look at them. They need our help. They are, mm-hmm. a lot of them are, you know, coming in. They don't have any guidance, even though I don't know how their household was, but you can't come in calling women out their name. That's, it's time out for that. Right. Y'all need to listen to mm-hmm. the entry level, first of all. <laughs> they might want to listen to my stuff, the entry level. You don't need to call women out their name. You can still like hip-hop and be conscious and be cool. Don't disrespect these women. Because I think it mm-hmm. starts with it's in your mind that is normal to do this. Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. what's bothering me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, I just also want to put out there that for those who also 
are interested in that question as far as why do people do certain things um, as far as sexual assault, sexual harassment. There are some interesting articles that kind of break things down for you in the NewYorkTimes.com if you want to look up that um, if you on your spare time and as well as PsychologyToday.com. They also have interesting um, articles that talk about why Men now. One of the articles does say men. Uh, why yes. you know men do commit sexual assaults? What what is in their head? What are they thinking? I think there's a lot of things going on mentally, and like I said, those articles may clear up some of those questions for you. That's New York Times and also like, Psychology Today. What's an Today example of what they would say of what would be in their thoughts? Mm-hmm. Well, I know one in passing I read is like sometimes it said, like you all mentioned, the surroundings um, as far as drinking, um, other surroundings um, as far as, are you know, do some of these uh, predators, these men, are they exposed to um, porn at young ages? Are they aroused by aggression? With porn, you know, like grabbing a woman and knocking her down and, you know, having, you know, wild intercourse with her, you know, is that, you know, so they're trying to give signs that kind of lead up to it. So the article yeah, is very I long. I do. I think yeah, that's so a it's an extensive article. And, yeah, uh, yeah but I, I, like I, I, like I said, I'm not a psychologist. I, that's not my degree, but I will say this. I do believe that, um, you know, I'm a biblical person, I'm a spiritual person, and, and, you know, there is in Ephesians chapter 6, um, verse 12, if you look at the latter part of that um, verse, it does tell you that um, we wrestle um, not against flesh and blood, but, you know, in, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Now, my grandma and my mom used to say, the empty mind is the devil's workshop. So sometimes mm-hmm. if you allow these thoughts to go into your head, and also I think that, too, we live in a culture where we praise celebrities and athletes. We praise mm-hmm. them for what they do, and we kind of give them passes because we like them. We like what they do, or they do it so well. Let's just be honest. Right. We, we do give them passes sometimes. And because mm-hmm. the athletic department makes a lot of money for your schools, believe it or not, they make lots of money. So sometimes, you know, a lot. They make billions, but go ahead. Okay, billions, well, I, I think that's a lot. What you think? It's, Don't you think billions is a lot? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, right. I think yeah. that they have a responsibility to, because of that, they mm-hmm. have a responsibility to. Well, what are you saying? here's the, the thing. fact that they make There's millions. A... Uh-huh. In other words, they keep the school running. Financially, they keep so I the think school what running. saying that since yeah. they're making this money, it can become right. counterproductive because you you basically it becomes a moral judgment. Do you tell this person that's making you, and that's, that's kind of what's going on in the, and I guess our administration mm-hmm. in the White House? How can you tell a person that's making you all this money that they're wrong? Mm-hmm. You that's can. What, that's what. Yeah, you I can. know. What I'm saying. You do it. That's what's. Yeah, you're supposed to. But but it, again, it I go back to. Mm-hmm. All right, let's say, let's okay. say they're coming from a background where they've been exposed to this, uh, these elements that's causing mm-hmm. these this behavior. 
So let's mm-hmm. say they've never been corrected before. I don't know. And and I don't think that all athletes come to school acting out. First no, of all, let's no, say that. And that's what a lot of people, it's a small percentage. It's a very small percentage. Because right. I think yeah. most mm-hmm. of them perform and uh, academically. Even if they were not athletes, like these, are, these are jerks. These are, these are just. Even if they were not okay, athletes, these are how these right. people are. Yeah. So if if they're making mm-hmm. that kind of money for the university, who mm-hmm. champions to make sure that they're doing responsible things, that they're having responsible training on sexual mm-hmm. misconduct, sexual abuse consistently? Mm-hmm. Who tra- Why don't they set up a center? Why don't they set up a hotline? Why don't they provide... Um, uh, life coaches mm-hmm. per se in terms of behavior. I mean, if they're if if at what point and, and maybe mm-hmm. some of them are doing it now, but at what right. point mm-hmm. do they also become responsible because the athletes mm-hmm. aren't getting nothing and there's no guarantee mm-hmm. they're going to go professional. They're going to you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, like you know what? There's a lot of issues. Right. Yeah, um, but what, the thing is, they are set up, LaVenture. They do have all this. By the they athletic have, program? By the school itself. Yeah, in the athletic program, they have the counseling, they have all this, and certain people, a small percentage of okay. people, are just Satan. They are. They just are. And this is what we're saying. Mm-hmm. No matter what you set up, they're still going to be Satan. That's what Jennifer just gave you the, uh, the, the scripture. So what I'm I'm, I'm using in, in in the new world, <laughs> the new world, right? Some people are just filled with demonic spirits in their Satan. Okay, no matter all the stuff you got set up for them, they're just gonna do it. Small percentage, but these are the people. And what we're at now in the crossroads, they're saying university. They're saying we set up everything now. In the case of Nassar. No, you didn't. You didn't do enough. You didn't do enough. I don't care what is going to be said. You did not do enough. Even mm-hmm. if you just, even if the president has resigned and the athletic director mm-hmm. has resigned, it still may yeah, be. Yeah, but they resigned. Do they resign with a package? Come on. Right, but what I'm saying is even though they resign, that doesn't clear mm-hmm. you from federal law. Like, you can still right. go to jail. You know, That's don't true. think just because they resign, they walk away with the money. No, no, no. This is sexual assault. This is not paying a student. You know, this is not NCAA so regulations. This is right. So, so let's law. talk about some so, depth. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So let's talk about mm-hmm. one of the things in preparing for the show. We we asked ourselves, what are the different behaviors? What are the different behaviors mm-hmm. in sexual um, misconduct? Because uh, mm-hmm. we talked about a lot of different scenarios. The Nasser case. And the uh, MSU just seemed to take over, but we also talked to uh, Tinker with presenting dating scenarios, presenting relationship scenarios. Mm-hmm. So, in, in defining sexual misconduct, we learned that that is a general term that includes several sexual uh, behaviors. So, mm-hmm. under sexual misconduct, you have sexual assault, you have sexual harassment, you have sexual exploitation. You have sexual intimidation. First things first, do I have time? Do we have time to go through this? Babe? You know what? Wow. Uh, I think it is cutting kind of close. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, we do have time. time has been over for a while. So well, we do have jump. time. This go is ahead. important, yeah. so we're going to continue, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, right. We're going to continue. So 
the first thing is consent, and consent, consent means that that both parties or all parties involved in the sexual act have expressed by words and clear, ambiguous actions that they consent and are willing to participate in the sexual behavior. Unambiguous mm-hmm. means it's not left to interpretation, okay, consent. Mm-hmm. It is the responsibility of the person who wants to engage in the sexual activity to ensure that consent is obtained from all parties involved, okay? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Consent. Silence does not mean consent, okay? Mm-hmm. Silence does not mean consent. Okay. Silence does not mean consent. Coercion right. does not mean consent, mm-hmm. okay? You must consent for every single act within the sexual behavior. So at any time that the persons or parties involved decides, they can decide five minutes into the act, I don't want to do this Mm -hmm. anymore, and then you must stop. They may, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to throw some out there, they may agree that, yeah, it's okay to kiss me in the bedroom, but don't kiss me in the bathroom. It's like you have to have consent for everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow, we didn't think of that, right? No, not that. Yeah. Because yeah. it could be consent of I want intercourse, uh, vaginal intercourse with you, but I don't want anal, right? That's you know stuff like that. Absolutely. Okay. You must get consent for every act throughout the activity, as long mm-hmm. as it continues. And once he or she says no, then you are to stop that and not try to coerce them and talk them into Absolutely. it and enforce yourself upon them. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And any person that's in these specified uh, states, consent is automatically not granted. If the person is asleep, unconscious, involuntarily restrained physically, if the person is right. incapacitated, high, Mm-hmm. Due to drugs, alcohol, medication, if a person see, and I think I think that's what's the the thing that they're looking at that under the influence that they cannot no give consent. consent. That's something that I did not know. So that's something that's actually fellas out there. That's something that we really need to check ourselves and learn that if a woman is drunk, she cannot give consent. You know, and I thought, and most men would think, hey, she said yeah. So well, has she been drinking? Yeah, we have both been drinking. But that doesn't mean that she gave her consent. So there's certain, certain things we need to kind of even let ladies know, too. If you're at the bar drinking and you oh, leave absolutely. it, you don't, you know. Yeah, so that's a good one. I didn't know Absolutely. That. It's not it's, it's not consent. Um, right. So, and, and, of course, if the person is uh, legally underage, automatically that's not consent. Now, what's underage? Is 18 to still the, the age limit, or is it 21? You know, I think or, it, that? that's a good mm-hmm. question. I think it's based upon, uh, we need to look that up. I mean, we okay. definitely we'll know it's it not 17 and 16. Right, but because wow. I'm thinking college campuses, most people, so, you know, even though I went to college at 17. And, oh, you, 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 were, you were not of legal age. Right. <laughs> Ooh, so all the women that tried to brush up against me, I was underage. Absolutely. 
I'm you probably talk. just got to call that one girl, that one girl. The uh, one blind woman like that came to us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, she's she <laughs> can see. That now, one woman by mistake that touched you with her guys. That, that stumbled right. into me. <laughs> Yeah, you thought I was a dad, though. <laughs> and and actually, that's interesting you say that because um, mm-hmm. brushing up against someone intentionally with a with your with the body part and it's right. unwelcome. That could be mm-hmm. sexual assault. That could that can go mm-hmm. under sexual assault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so things that we don't think about and and they define sexual intercourse is. You know, not only anal, oral, or vaginal, but it could be, you know, mouth to genital, genital to mouth. It could be uh, using an object. It could be using another yeah. body part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, that's um, a lot. <laughs> now, we definitely want to have the show next week, okay? We're going to follow this up because... This is, is uh, we do we normally take the lighter role, you know, and we normally enjoy ourselves and take the lighter role. But just being that this has been just a horrible week um, when it comes to sexual assault, we really didn't have time to joke. So um, we want to thank you guys for listening to Right Now Talk Radio, and um, we definitely have to um, catch up in a week so we can get hopefully the healing process has started. We're working with survivors, and we can um, kind of somewhat get back to normal. So we do thank you guys for joining us on Right Now Talk Radio. This is Vince. Hi, this is Jennifer. And LaVentra. Have a great one. Bye now.